0: Hey, what's up, everyone? Um, so big fight last night. Devin Haney gets a controversial, close decision win over Lomachenko, defends his undisputed lightweight championship of the world. By all accounts, it looks like um, it was a successful promotion, a successful show. It looks like there was a good crowd there in Vegas. There was a lot of buzz for the fight. Um, <clears throat> a lot of you guys don't agree with the decision. Uh, I received, I woke up this morning and I had dozens of text messages, voicemails, DMs. I haven't even checked all of it yet uh, from, from you guys and a lot of you, uh, including friends of mine in the media, uh, fighters, former professional fighters, and, and just friends of mine here on the show, you guys that call into the show, that you know we follow each other on social. A lot of you guys reached out to me and expressed your uh, disgust. Some of you, it was disgust or just overall disagreement with the scorecards. So look, um, I'll break this down and give you guys some thoughts, including some things that I think people are overlooking. That's what I always try to do anyway. And um, I'm, you know, I'm not even going to get into how I scored the fight. Not even going to get in, get, in, get into that right here. I'm not going to talk about <laughs> some of Haney's antics before the fight, the shove, the the calling Loma a dirty fighter. I'm, I'm not just, I'm not even going to get into all that stuff, Let, let's just. I want to focus on the fact that this was a close fight. Okay. Um, I know it sounds cliche to say it, but this truly was a close fight that could have went either way, depending on how you value different things. All right. um, Let me pull up the punch numbers. I, I will say this. This was a 115, 113 kind of fight. If you have it any wider than that, I think you're being too favorable to one fighter or one style. And also because of the some of the animosity uh, toward Lomachenko in the American boxing community and, and some of the nastiness from Haney before the fight and all that, this got emotional for a lot of you out there. It got really, really emotional. And I think a lot of you guys scored this fight emotionally on either side. If you're being objective, this was a 115-113 kind of fight. All right, so I just want to start with that. But let's pull up the punch numbers because that's everyone's favorite, right? Um, So, look, what stands out to me is if you go down to the bottom here. Let me let me blow this up just a little bit so you guys can see. There we go. Let me make sure you guys can see that. Okay. So, if overall punch numbers, okay, um, according to CompuBox, and again, I always say with CompuBox, there's about a 10 percent Margin of error. Okay. But generally speaking, they're within the 90th percentile of what really happened. Okay. Um, Total punches Lomachenko lands more, throws more, and he's not as accurate as Haney. uh, But in the power punching category, um, let's see, he landed five more. In the total jabs, he landed nine more. What stands out to me, though, is the body punching. Haney landed 50 punches to the body. Lomachenko landed nine. So the punching overall was pretty even, pretty balanced. But Haney did win and honestly dominated the body punching category. So you have to call that out. What's interesting is... You know, I see fans and I see media people, depending on their allegiances, they they go back and forth on, on how they score fights because some people that reward activity, output activity in one fight, the very next fight, they don't reward it. Some people completely ignore body punching in one fight. Then the next fight, they say, oh, this guy won because of the body punching. Some people ignore jabs. Jabs don't exist. Then, in another fight, oh, this guy won the battle of the Jab. He won the fight. People are so inconsistent. But if we're just looking at uh, punches, guys, a pretty even fight, except for that body punching category. So if you are a person that favors body punching, maybe that is why you shaded this fight, you edged it for Haney. If you're somebody who favors activity, then maybe that's why you edged this fight for Lomachenko. Uh, one thing that does stand out to me, the, um, Loma's best rounds were in the championship rounds, right? 10 and 11. And he uh, doubled up Haney's work in the 10th round. I'm, just, I'm scrolling up here and I'm looking at the 10th. Uh, Haney landed five punches and Lomachenko landed 11. He was more accurate. He threw twice as many. And somehow establishment judge Dave Moretti Gave that round to Haney, which I I just don't understand how that happens. Let me pull up the scorecards real quick, guys, uh, while I'm sharing my screen here. Boom. Okay, so let me make sure you can see this. Yeah, I'm looking here at the uh, 10th round, and Moretti gave that score, that round, to Devin Haney. Uh, Had he scored that round correctly, because that was an obvious Lomachenko round, It was one of Loma's best rounds, and it was actually one of the clearest rounds of the fight to score. Then this would have been 115-113 across the board for Haney. But when I look at that score for that round, okay, that is what I call an insurance round for Dave Moretti. And I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there because Moretti's been bad for a while. What do I mean by insurance round? That is ensuring your guy's going to win the fight that's just padding that scorecard because you see momentum shifting and you're padding that scorecard for your guy. That's, that's what that was to me. That's an insurance round. And then after that he, he gives Loma the 11th, which was another obvious round for Loma and then gives Haney the 12th. Now um, a lot of people, thought that Lomachenko gave this fight away in the 12th, and he should have done more work in the 12th. He should have went balls out and just emptied the tank, and he didn't, and perhaps that is why. Now, look, if you look at the judge's scorecard here, all three of them gave Haney the 12th, which I think is fair, okay? Um, A lot of people thought that Haney just did more work in the final round, and had Loma won that round, this would have been a draw. But because of Moretti's bad scorecard, it would have been a majority draw. But it still would have been a draw. So maybe, look, that 12th round, some of you out there thought Loma won the 12th round. Okay, but basically, I'll give the judges this much credit, at least two of them. Moretti's, Moretti's trash. But these other two judges, Sutherland and Cheatham, the fight was up for grabs in the 12th round. And had Loma won it, it would have been a draw on their scorecard. Now, maybe again, maybe you guys feel that Loma should have won regardless. Okay, that's fine. Let me just put this out there. And again, I'm not even going to tell, tell you guys how I scored the fight. I'm not even going to get into that. I'll just say this. We have seen multiple times, I could talk about the history of boxing, but I'm just going to go with the last five to 10 years. In Nevada, Las Vegas. Establishment judges, establishment referee, establishment ring officials, when there is an establishment fighter versus an outsider, the overwhelming majority of the time, okay, I'm talking 99% of the time, the benefit of the doubt is given to the establishment fighter. That's just boxing, guys. So... Why do I mention this? Okay, and look, I I was ringside for the first Canelo Golovkin fight. I was r- ringside for the first uh, Ward Kovalev fight. There are many fights I could bring up within just the last five or so years. Okay, I, I wasn't ringside for this fight. I have a baby at home. I'm taking care of. Uh, but I didn't need to be ringside to understand how close swing rounds would go in Vegas with an establishment fighter, which Devin Haney is, and an outsider like Lomachenko. And and what's interesting with Lomachenko is he, he, there are certain people, particularly among the American boxing community that just have such animosity toward this man. It's always been difficult to understand. I, I can't quite put my finger on why they're so angry with this guy and just dislike him so much. But the, 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 um, narrative from a lot of those guys, the Loma haters is that, well, Loma is everyone's favorite fighter. And he was, you know, called an all-time great overnight. And he was on the pound for pound list and he's Nevada's boy, and they're going to hook him up. And guys, uh, that is the antithesis of what we saw here. Now uh, there were a lot of Ukrainians in the house last night. So it was a pro Lomachenko crowd. That was for sure. Um, Loma does have fanboys. Loma was called an all-time great and all that by the the promoter, Bob Arum and, and Joe Tessitore and everybody at ESPN, but they do that for every damn fighter. They're calling Javante Davis an all-time great and he hasn't fought anybody yet. Guys, that's what promoters and networks do. Okay. And the media, they slob all over the next big thing. That's what they do. Outside of that, I think Lomachenko's career has been judged by, uh, quote-unquote, experts and analysts accurately. Uh, and, and one thing that's getting lost in this whole controversy over the scorecards, a couple a couple narratives that I think people are overlooking, the fact that a 35-year-old blown-up featherweight fought on, let's call it even terms, okay? Let's just, again, I'm not necessarily saying I scored the draw, but for the sake of argument, let's just say an even fight. The fact that a 35-year-old blown-up featherweight, coming off a war you know, in his homeland, um, fought on even terms with a shrunken-down welterweight in his physical prime for the undisputed championship of the world, that is monumental. That says so much about Lomachenko's character. And let's give Devin Haney some credit here because I think that's getting lost in the shuffle. Again, there's things that Haney has said and done, not just before this fight, but in other interviews and stuff that I vehemently dislike. However, keeping all that aside, just what he did in the ring last night, he was hurt and wobbled multiple times by Lobachenko, right? He was, was it the 10th or 11th round where he was hurt a couple times and he hung on he bit down and he closed that really strong in the 12th and, and and probably fought hardest in that final round that he had in any other fight, just in terms of fighting hard and pressing. Um, I, I thought that he showed some character here. And Devin Haney has is, is a guy whose character has been questioned. He's been called chinny and all this kind of stuff, right? Because he's had a couple of rough moments. Guys, if you look at Devin Haney's fights in terms of rounds not including this fight, I'm talking about every fight before this. In terms of rounds, it's been one-sided. He has pretty much dominated the rounds of every single fight he's had. He's had some difficult moments. Diaz gave him some difficult moments. Uh, Linares uh, buzzed him, gave him some difficult moments. But how those fights turn out in the scorecards? Haney has been dominant, okay? He has been dominant in his fights. And against a 35-year-old blown-up featherweight practically an even fight. A lot of people felt Loma won. So Lomachenko deserves tremendous credit for even fighting even you know close with this kid. And the kid deserves credit for overcoming real adversity against an elite level fighter who definitely has passed his prime and, and his best weight and all that. But still, he showed character. So both of these guys deserve credit for what they did last night. And I think that's getting lost in the controversy, sticking with Lomachenko. You know, he another thing that's just completely being overlooked. And, and I think if uh he was an American fighter, they'd be doing stories on ESPN about this. But last June, when George Cambosos was the undisputed lightweight champion of the world, there was an offer for Lomachenko to go to Australia to fight Cambosos for that crown. He chose to help with the war effort in his homeland and forego that fight and that massive payday and that career accomplishment opportunity to help out at home and let Haney get that fight, and he would fight the winner, he had to know, or at least suspect, like most of us I know I sure did that Haney was a massive favorite and probably going to beat Camboso. So I want you guys to put this in their perspective. Lomachenko, a guy who, you know, legacy matters to this guy. He's not someone fighting for the money. Legacy matters to him. He chose not only to turn down a massive payday against Cambosos, to turn down an opportunity for the undisputed lightweight champion of the world against a fighter that he would have been heavily favored to beat. And for the record, I do think Lomo would have decisively beat Kambosos, but I actually think it would have been more competitive than Haney Kambosos just due to styles. Okay. Just due to styles. Because uh, Haney pretty much shut him out. I do think Cambosos would have won rounds against Loma. But I think Loma would have won. Loma turned down the opportunity to make all that money, to get that undisputed championship that he's never had, and fight the easier fighter. Because Cambosos is an easier fight for him than Haney. He chose all that and chose to, well, I'll fight Haney next year. I'm going to stay here and help out. Haney's probably going to beat him. Cam- if Cambosos beats him, okay, I'll fight him. But Haney's probably going to win. I'll fight Haney later on once this stuff at home clears up a bit. The amount of character, ethical, more moral character and fiber that that shows in a person. How many athletes in today's world, not just in boxing, but in any sport in general, would have made that sort of decision? Very, very few. That is completely being overlooked. This man chose to help out at home and take the harder road, the harder opponent in Haney. That, that's pretty commendable. You got to think this, guys. Had Loma fought Cambosos and beat him last year, he would have got that payday. And then he would have got the payday last night from fighting Haney. So we would have got two big paydays two big events, right? That would have been pay-per-views in different parts of the world. So uh, the revenue would have been significant for him. That that shows, again, just a certain level of character that I think is completely being overlooked. And I, I, I mentioned this because the Lomachenko haters claim that he ducked Devin Haney, which is an asinine concept. I'm not even gonna get into the details of that one, but you don't duck a, a prospect. That's what Haney was at the time to fight a tougher fighter in Tiafimo Lopez. Um, And and, yeah, that was all controlled by his promoter anyway. So the the concept that the narrative that Lomachenko ducked Haney has been completely blown up because again, he he chose to forego that fight with Cambosos knowing damn well that Haney was probably going to beat him and he was going to have to fight Haney later on for the undisputed lightweight title. Um, So that narrative has completely been shredded. And I just think... the guy deserves credit for what happened here. Okay. Uh, Whether he got the decision or not. Okay. Back to the decision. Because this is another thing that so many of you are just not, you're not thinking about. Some of you are, because I've received messages from from a lot of you guys saying, I'm done, I'm done. I've gotten those messages before. Um, But If you're unhappy with some of the decisions in recent years, okay, whether it was last night, I brought up Canelo Golovkin, I brought up Ward Kovalev, there are plenty of others I could bring up. If you are unsatisfied with the decisions, you disagree with them, you feel that it's corruption, you feel it's ineptitude, whatever you feel it is, you disagree with it, you're unhappy with the product, but you keep being a patron of the business of the product you keep flying to Vegas buying tickets overpriced tickets paying $20 to park at the MGM Grand go to these fights okay cuz remember guys when you go to Vegas for a fight you're not just flying in going to the fight and leaving you're getting a hotel you're going out for some drinks maybe you're going to see a show or something uh you're getting some food right you're hanging out you're spending money you are patronizing that system there. So if you're still doing that, if you're still buying the pay-per-views for these fights that are held in Nevada and you are sick and tired of seeing establishment fighters always get the benefit of the doubt over the outsider. And and, and Devin Haney was the establishment fighter here. Don't even try me with this shit that Lomachenko was everyone's favorite. and Stop. Understand the business of boxing. Understand what's at stake here for top rank and Shakur Stevenson versus Devin Haney. That fight is going to be everything that Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence should have been, but they completely screwed it up, okay? Haney was the establishment fighter here. Don't even try me. If you feel that the establishment always gets the benefit of the doubt and you're sick of it, but you're buying the pay per views, you're going to the fight. Guess what, guys? Guess what? I know you don't want to hear this, but it's your fault. You're the problem. You keep enabling this. Think about it in terms of money. Again, it's not just the promoter making money here, it's the system. It's Nevada, it's the state, it's the city of Las Vegas. There's, there's city taxes, like all that stuff, right? The revenue. They are profiteering from this. They're making money. Why would they change anything? Why would they stop using Dave Moretti as a judge or Tony Weeks, Kenny Bayless and those guys, uh, Robert Bird as referees? Why would they stop using these people? Adelaide Bird is still heavily involved in that commission. She's one of the worst judges in boxing history, still heavily involved in that commission. She's been used to teach judging courses there at, at little commission functions they have and stuff. Why would they change anything if they're making money? The only way, and I mean the only way you guys can fight this, if you, now look, if you, if you thought Haney beat Loma, if you thought Ward beat Kovalev, if you thought Canelo beat Golovkin, okay, then you're good and you're going to keep going and you're having fun and you're enjoying the product. And then there's some of you that completely disagree with those decisions, but you accept it as part of the business and some, you win some, lose some, and you're still going to go, you're still enjoying it. Okay. But if you're one of those guys that is disgusted by this, and I've gotten a lot of messages from you guys, and you still watch the fights, you still buy the pay-per-view, you are the problem. You are enabling this. You're putting money in the pockets of people that are giving you a product That you are not satisfied with. Think about it in personal life terms. Okay, let's say there's a restaurant that uh, in in my town that's like a mom and pop joint that I love, and I went there as a kid, and you know my grandparents took me there, my great grandparents when I was just a little guy, and uh, you know I I took my wife there when we were first dating. I, me and my brother used to hang out there before he passed away. Um, So I love this restaurant. It is my favorite place in the world. It's my hangout, it's my go-to, right? I have wonderful memories there. And it gets new management. The menu changes, the service changes. I may go in there and give it two, three, four, five chances because I have such a a love affair with this restaurant, right? But let's say I go there and I'm like, man, the food sucks. This new menu sucks, but I still go back because it's like, man, I got so many memories here. I love this place. I go back again, the service sucks. I go back again, the food isn't good. I go back again, the service sucks. After about three or four times, I'm out. And I look, I had wonderful memories at this restaurant. I I loved the food for decades, but it's not the same thing that it once was for me. It doesn't mean the same. I don't enjoy it as much. They are not catering to what I want and I need as a consumer. So guess what? I'm going to leave you a shitty Yelp review because I can do that. It's within my power as a consumer to put my opinion out there and warn other consumers of what you're doing. And then I'm going to go to another restaurant. And and if anything, if I still have a sentimental value to this place, maybe it just becomes a place that I have a pre-meal cocktail at. And I meet a friend or two up there, we have a drink, and then we walk across the street to the restaurant that has the good food, right? So so we have a a little bit of a reminiscing drink there to warm up, and then we walk across the street and have dinner. Uh, That's what, at the most, that's what they get, okay? But that is what you guys would do in any other form or fashion of your life. That's what you do when a business is not giving you a product that is satisfying you. That, that is, um, you know, they're not providing a product that you enjoy. You'd stop buying the product. Well, why is it different in boxing, okay? If you are not happy with the product, don't buy it. No, no, no look, I do think Nevada's the worst in, in this realm, okay? It's not the only place where there's issues, scoring, and fights. And again, this was a close fight, It's just, I think why this rubs people the wrong way is it's always the establishment. It's always the American fighter or the big name fighter getting the benefit of the doubt. If it was 50-50 and sometimes the outsider, sometimes the quote unquote foreign guy or the little guy got the nod, then I think it wouldn't hurt people as much. But because it's always the American getting the edge in these close fights with a lot of swing rounds, it just rubs a lot of fans the wrong way. Um, But you guys have the power. You have the power. You, you could stop going. And just because you don't go to a fight in Nevada doesn't mean you have to stop going to fights in New York or Texas or California. If you feel that things are being handled better there, then you go to those markets and watch the fights. But if every time they go to Vegas you guys are going, and look, man, a, a lot of you guys that are friends of the show, friends of mine, I've seen you. You pulled up at the fights last night. You were there. You spent a ton of money going, and, and it, look, if you enjoyed yourself and you agree with how everything went, or even if you don't agree with it, but you're still at a good time, cool, but in my opinion, if, if you are disgusted and you strongly feel that Loma won, and he got robbed, and this is reminding you of other fights in Vegas that have happened, and you keep going back, then, dude, you're insane. That is the definition of insanity. So that's my message to you guys. Um, You have the power to unplug. As a guy who recently did it myself, um, I got to tell you, it's very liberating. I feel free. Honestly, I've unplugged from the boxing matrix a little bit. I step in here and there and pick and choose which fights I'm going to watch. And, and, and dude, I'm way happier. I have way more time for my family and myself and the things that I'm working on. And I can control what I watch and what I don't, what I want to cover and what I don't, you guys have that power as well. So, um, there are many, many ways now that you can watch these fights without contributing a dime to the system now, look, I'm a guy that has dedicated years of my life and thousands upon thousands of dollars in support of this sport, okay? I've put myself out there to cover this sport and, and to participate as an athlete in the sport, everything else, to, just to be a fan. So I am always gonna defend boxing and I love it. I, I think that I've proven myself in that regard. So I think I've earned the right to say If you wanna damn stream these fights for free, do it. If you wanna find a way to watch these fights for free, let me tell you something guys, the Fire Stick, highly recommended. You won't miss a show. You won't miss a show if you got a good Fire Stick. I'm just putting that out there. You have the power in your hands. Once these people get hit in in the pockets, they will make changes. But until that happens, why the hell would they change anything? think about it. Going back to that restaurant example I brought up. If enough people stop going to the restaurant, it will go out of business or they will make changes. They will improve their service. They will change their menu. They'll listen to the consumer. But if people keep going in there, why would they change anything? So guys, that's my message to you. Again, um, I'm not going to tell you how I scored this fight. We'll talk about that later. Uh, we'll talk about Haney's antics and all that stuff another time. Um, but right now, I'll just say this was a 115-113 fight. If you scored it any wider than that, I think you're being too favorable to either fight or style. Um, um, Dave Moretti's 10th round was hilarious. That was definitely an insurance round. He's a bought and paid for judge. The establishment won last night, um, but I, I can't call this a robbery, in the sense that it was a blatant, blatant, to me, Canelo Golovkin won was a robbery. That, that fight was 8-4, easily, for Golovkin, easily. It was difficult to give any more than four rounds to Canelo. Last night, you could argue this was a draw. You could argue, argue it was 7-5 either way, um, depending on what you prefer. So I'll just say the establishment got the benefit of the doubt. That's what happens in Vegas. Uh, We knew this going in guys. And again, I used to get real emotional about this. You remember the heated reporter? You remember all that? Okay. Since I've unplugged and just realized, Hey, this sport's a fucking circus. It's a fucking circus. Stop being, stop, stop trying to change things and improve things. Stop trying to make boxing better and, you know, change the world. Stop trying to be that activist guy and just enjoy it for what it is. Since I've made that adjustment in my life and it's still going, I'm still tuning it, okay? But since I've done that, I sleep a lot better at night after shit like this. So maybe that's what you guys need to do too, man. All right, um, until the next one, we'll talk some more. Peace.